Buen Camino. Welcome back to my Camino Audio Journal. I'm going to have to talk a little bit softer this morning because uh, I'm up in the mountains and in this tiny village and sort of right next to some rooms is about the only place that I can get enough Wi-Fi to do this. So I'm going to talk a little bit softer than I normally would. Apologies in advance. Um, yesterday... Uh, yeah, I would say yesterday I felt the best uh, in terms of like my body that I have um, for a few weeks. Um, I finally like dealt with the last of my blisters, so my feet felt good, um, my legs felt great, and um, for the most part it was about 20, 20 kilometers. It was just kind of, again it was road walking, but it was kind of walking on this um, this small road in between these little mountain towns, and, um, it was, yeah, pleasant, and I just kind of was in a groove, and my legs felt great, and so I, I knocked out the 20 kilometers in, like, three, less than three and a half hours, I think, which, um, is fast for me, so typically my pace is, um, like my normal just walking pace is five kilometers an hour so um to do 20 and like three and a half 315 like that was um that was cruising so um but I felt good so I just kept going and um took a nice long rest at the town the 20 kilometer mark before climbing the mountain and let me tell you I'm glad I took a rest <laughs> so I just said that 20 kilometers took me three fifteen three and a half the five kilometers i did up the mountain yesterday took me two and a half hours um it was really hot and extremely steep kind of slick um there were lots of flies because apparently one option you can do is you can have uh, hire people on and horses, so you can ride a horse up this steep path instead of walking it. So there's, you know, horse poop everywhere, which meant there were flies everywhere. Um, oh, it was rough. Um, and most of it was shaded, which was nice because it was in the forest, but it also rained a few days ago, so it was extremely, like, humid and muggy. Um, and by the time I got two and a half kilometers up, like, my, sorry to be gross, but I might as well have jumped in a pool, like, it was, I was just covered in sweat, (laughs) um, and yeah, so it was, it was tough, it was probably the toughest climb for sure since the Pyrenees, and the Pyrenees, it was nice and cool, and, uh, so... Yeah, um, this is tough, um, but got into Laguna at, I don't know, 2.33, somewhere around there, um, and it's tiny, tiny mountain village. I, my guess would be there's probably maybe 30 people that live here, and one little albergue, which is where I stayed, um, and it was really nice, actually, it's, uh, pretty well run, and, um, had dinner down in the little restaurant, which was also really nice, and um, just got to spend the evening because there's not a lot of people staying here, so it was pretty quiet. And, 
um, did a bunch of reading and um, just kind of relaxed um, up here in the mountains. So, um, so it was kind of this different combination of things yesterday of like feeling good and then <laughs> climbing um, and then relaxing. So it was, it was a pretty nice day overall. I've got, I actually, um, so originally I was going to stop in Osaprio, which is um, two more kilometers up and that's the top of the mountain-ish. So I've got two, two more kilometers to climb this morning. Um, but then after that, it's like um, flat-ish across the mountain and then down uh, into Tria Castilla, where I'm staying tonight, which is only, uh, it's only like 20 kilometers, 22 with the extra that I've got to climb up this morning. So should be a nice sort of peaceful day. It's really foggy right now uh, up here on the mountain. Can't see much. So hopefully as I get up higher that burns away and I can get some get some really good views. Hey Curtis, this is Leslie from work. Say, before I click on your episode, I always give my best to try to pronounce the towns you're in, and then I listen to how the real pronunciation is. Enjoying your podcast, my question for you is, are you singing at all on the Camino? I would think that the pilgrims would enjoy hearing your voice, and they have no idea uh, the voice behind, um, behind you. So hopefully you have an opportunity to use that before the Camino is done. Hey Leslie, thanks for the message. Um, uh, the only singing that I've done on the Camino is when not a lot of people are around and I have my headphones in singing along with the music that I'm listening to uh, on the Masetta. I did that a few times. Um, other than that, there's not really been any other opportunities for singing, so um, yeah, just just to myself. It's always so much fun when we get to hear two podcasts in one day. I thought of all sorts of questions that I wanted to ask you, and now I can't remember any of them. Oh, one of them was the baguettes. Is that hard bread, or is it like soft, like homemade bread? And if you get the ham or the bacon, is it like raw-ish? Because I saw a picture where... Um, it looked like the bacon they ordered was like totally raw and that would be icky. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you have a good night's sleep and a beautiful walk tomorrow. Start early. I was just looking at that heat wave. That's going to be bad, boy, especially in the area you were already in, in Spain. I love you. Buen camino. Hey, Mom. Um, so about the bocadillos. Um, so for the bread, it's always crusty bread. So hard on the outside, soft on the inside. Um, and that's, uh, I believe someone told me they don't use preservatives in bread in Europe. And so, um, so it sort of has to be that way, like hard on the outside, which keeps it nice and soft uh, on the inside. So... And then, as far as the meat goes, um, I'm assuming you're talking more about the texture than the cookedness, because I don't think you can serve pork raw. (laughs) 
but um but I, I think i know what you mean which is either, yeah often like the ham is it's a little more texture like pancetta that sort of thing um um but i don't i don't believe it's raw because i don't think you can eat pork raw so um anyways hope that helps last thing I wanted to chat about was just um, sort of an interesting thing I've noticed over the past few days, which um, is the increase in the number of pilgrims on the Camino. So apparently Astorga, where I was a few days ago, is a really popular place to start from, um, particularly uh, well, like Spanish people. And so the, the Camino itself is starting to get a little more crowded. And in a couple of days, I'll be in Saria, which is the the last town that's over a hundred kilometers away on the Camino. And so in order to have officially done the Camino and to receive your Compostela or your certificate that says you, you did the pilgrimage, you have to walk at least the last hundred kilometers. So um, from what I hear at Saria, things get really uh, a little bit crazy in terms of the number of people on the Camino and um, I've already started noticing that which is interesting because it's <clears throat> I think I'll talk more about it when I get to Saria but one of the things uh, I've noticed is that the social rules are changing a little bit um, so there's a lot of sort of unspoken rules about like an albergues and that sort of stuff you know how you behave and where you put stuff and you know and noise levels and that sort of thing and um um, some of those rules are <laughs> changing in that there's not um, uh, as much adherence to those. So it's interesting to see sort of the social dynamic shift as more and more people are joining and people who haven't, you know, been walking for three weeks, four weeks and sort of had this sort of routine built in and, and um, don't know the sort of expectations that... Uh, sort of unspoken expectations, so it's totally fair they don't know um, that the pilgrims sort of have in albergues and things. So uh, there's just a little bit more noise in the albergues, and um, it's interesting. I was saying someone you can always spot and someone new because um, typically because they're walking a lot less, they're often wearing tennis shoes, and the other thing is that either their bag is way too big or way too small for what they're doing so um <laughs> so yeah it's just another interesting sort of change in the camino as as we get to this last bit i was talking to a woman from canada yesterday and she was saying she from saria she's gonna <clears throat> i think most people do it in four or five days from saria to santiago and i think she's gonna try to do it in three just because she doesn't want to deal with <laughs> with all of that so yeah it's this weird dichotomy of of sort of the experienced veterans, quote unquote, and and new people just joining, um, which is kind of really fascinating to observe and watch play out. So, all right, I've got two kilometers to climb in the fog, so I'm gonna get going. Buen camino. Mm -hmm.